Authentic Life Radio, episode number 58. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. My, I really don't like Cliff's headphones. Well, I'm so sorry about that. I know. They're, it's just, they just sound different. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I might have to get my own pair for this side of the desk. What I'm all think? for it. Sure. Okay. I think I might. So, um, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good today. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And we had lunch outside at Chipotle. We did. And so I had a great lunch. I had Coke Zero, wonderful company. I'm great. I know. It's such a great day. Mm-hmm. It is so fun to have a great lunch with great company, enjoying the sun, and totally avoiding the disaster that is my house. <laughs> And is waiting for me at every turn. It's just screaming, have time for me, have time for me, have time for me. But I don't have time for it. No, I'm so sorry. The, <laughs> the place that where my disaster is, is in my bedroom. In your bedroom. That's right. it. I mean, like everything. Well, that's not it. I mean, our basement's a disaster. Our garage is a disaster. Yeah, but see, they're not the things that you look at all the time. Like mine is my, it's everywhere. My kids are just dropping their things wherever they want. Well, my kids are doing that too. Like, you know, the the strike that I went mm-hmm. on for the month, that's what I let them do. And totally, I totally get that. And so this past week, they continue to just drop their stuff wherever <laughs> they want. I, I like just follow them. I feel like I'm just yeah. this little follower that just goes behind them and picks them up, picks them up. And I try to in a kind way say, can you please pick that up? I've like, I'm working, you know, without, but I think that I've not been kind. Well, I know I've I've been kind a couple times because I'm like, if you don't pick that up, I'm going to throw you out the window. Those kinds of things. But it's hard, you know, because even once I have everything done, the next day it's not done or even in the next minute it's not done right. that's exactly what i told you um i was telling cliff this morning it's so good that it, i mean it's such a good thing that the things that i got accomplished yesterday that i didn't actually mark them off of my to-do list because they're the same dang things that need to be done today correct i totally get that i have you know i we got the kitchen clean last night from supper um then so we ran the dishwasher well there's now dishes in the sink this morning mm-hmm. that are still there right now because I help with, got Lydia's stuff with school this morning. I mean, I could have done a couple of things this morning that I didn't do, but I wanted to, I, you know, got up and did the things that I normally do in the morning. And, um, and I have to tell you, I'm addicted to candy crush saga <laughs> <laughs> and it's like not very good, but I only played it for him probably 15 minutes i can't say that today i finally beat level 33 that level i tell you andy's like on level 60 something uh, or 50 something it's probably 60 something and of course i'm not right. that good and and 
he's on Facebook, so he gets all these little extra lives and whatever, whatever, whatever. So anyways, <laughs> level 33 was becoming the death of me. So I was like, I'm going to beat it at 15 minutes. And so I sat down and did that. So that could have been the time that I emptied out the dishwasher and put those dishes in there. <sighs> Let me just take a deep breath. See, I just need to breathe. Right. But it feels like in my day, I don't take deep breaths. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like I'm always just going. So anyways, I wasn't as productive as I could have been because Candy Crush Saga is obviously not, (laughs) should not be on my to-do list. But beating level 33. But here's the thing. If you would put 15 minutes of Candy Crush on your to-do list. Maybe I should do that. Then that would be your 15 minutes of breathing, you know, of, of getting away. And so, I mean, my house was a disaster last week also. Uh-huh. And um, things have just been in chaos for far too long. Um, last week, it was all about, you know, trying to get things ready for dance competition mm-hmm. this weekend. And now it's to unpack from it, which is Wednesday. We got home Sunday night and the suitcase is still in the middle of the floor. The dance costumes are still in right. the middle of the floor. Um, and it's just, it's chaos everywhere. Megan's room's a mess. McKenna's room's a mess. And so I was feeling just so overwhelmed with the chaos and the clutter that have redeveloped in my house. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday night, when Megan and I got in, we watched Hoarders. And so I started feeling a lot better about myself. (laughs) But then I had to come home. You know, that's like, it's amazing how when you compare, you can always compare yourself to somebody worse. You know, that's, I mean, I've, I totally yeah. get that, but um, that really does. Well, no, here's shouldn't the, make here's you feel the, bad. No, no it really, it really did. It made me just about the house. I'm just like, okay, my house doesn't look that. Bad. I don't have to step over a coffee table to get to the next section, well, which this one lady actually did. But, oh, but compulsive hoarding is. I have watched that before, and like when it is, when they're like stepping on like piles and piles and yes. piles of stuff, and there's. Like creatures. Now, I love creatures. Okay, right. But, but when there's creatures that you're stepping on that you don't even know you're stepping on, right. that's, that's there's some issues there. I, I, I mean, I'm not... Totally agree. Right. So I told Megan, you've seen Megan's room. I told her she's a hoarder in training. It, or it, it, she's, she is a hoarder um, it's in the beginnings of being a hoarder. I don't even remember what words I used. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, I'm not. I totally don't hoard anything. And then she opens up this new pack of dance tights for competition. So she opens up the new pack and every, not every pack that she gets. So I don't know if it's like maybe every two or every three, they have a picture of a dancer on the little board thing that they wrap the tights right. in. Okay. Uh-huh. Sure. So she opens the dance tight and she's like, <gasps> or no, she opens her tights. and She goes here, mom, will you throw this away? <gasps> I got another one. And I'm like, yeah, you're totally not a hoarder. <laughs> and she put it away because she was going to keep it because it was the picture of this dancer. Now, how many of those does she have already? Let me tell you, the girl still goes through a lot of dance tights. That's interesting. And I'm like, Megan, that th- that that's what you're doing. You're holding on to trash. It's, it's garbage. It, it came out of your tights. Throw it away. Mm-hmm. She hasn't thrown it away. <laughs> Interesting. Because it's still in the bag upstairs that mm-hmm. needs to be put away. Right. But um, 
So I just, I just, just, I just chaos go into everywhere. my, I just go into my kids' room and throw things away. That's what I need. That's what I'm I ready to do. do. I, I, I just don't let them. <laughs> See, I'm, I am ready to do that. <laughs> it's now. It's just a matter of having the time. I get that to, to do it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm at that place again, and I get to this place every so often, where I just want to clean everything out, set it on street, clean the room, and then only bring back what's necessary. <laughs> Now, I can't actually do that. I need to go in and clean around things. But um, but I'm to that place where there's just too much. This house is not that big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice sized house. Mm-hmm. But it cannot hold this family of five and all of our crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. Um, we I had to take Luke to um, a doctor mm-hmm. appointment for his elbow. And again, and with with um, for his pitching and it's been it was interesting because we found out that the reason he's having problems with his um with baseball and with pitching and stuff is because of an abnormality with how he was um, made um not with his mechanics or anything it's actually um an abnormality with his just with his arms which it's it's been it was fascinating to learn all of this but anyways while we were at the doctor's office um there was a picture or yeah a huge picture of the world and he took me over to it. I guess in school they're learning about Africa. Okay. And he was just telling me all of this stuff about Africa and about Lake Victoria and just how it's the biggest lake in the world. He said, did you know that? And I was like, mm, no. And I love how kids learn all this stuff and then and then they end up teaching me. I remember those days. Like mm-hmm. I, I was retaining all of this stuff. I don't re- remember hardly any of it anymore, but just this hunger for knowledge and for learning and just how excited I was to share it um, because it just, he, he loves to teach that he really has that kind of teacher's heart as well. Kind of like I did. Um, And he just loves to share that kind of stuff. So anyways, he was talking to me about Africa and about all of the things that he was, that he's learning. And he said, you know, one of the things that I find totally overwhelming that I found that I have found totally overwhelming mom is walking into our house. And again, we don't, we don't have a huge house. I mean, we have a wonderfully sized middle um, income home. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do, and we are very blessed in it. um, And I, I'm very grateful for it. Um, But it's not like a, a mansion by any stretch of the imagination or um, it's just a, it's a wonderful three bedroom three and a half bedroom, I guess you could count that one, whatever. Right. Could be a study, it could be a bedroom, but a three bedroom home. And he said, I walked into our house, mom, and he said, our house, I was so grateful for our home. He said, do you realize that our our living room could house like four families like they do in Africa? Like those Huts are tiny, and they don't hardly have any food there. And I just realized when I walked in how blessed I am. And you know, we try to we try to make our kids aware by we um, we love World Vision. We are mm-hmm. huge proponents of World Vision, and and all of that. But it's funny I can't I can't force my kids to to understand anything. Right. You know, I can I can put stuff out there. I remember one time when he he needed discipline and I made him clean out the garbage can and 
um, I was talking to him about how kids even younger than him were carrying water two miles further and all this stuff. And he's like, mom, I really don't care. I mean, he just, and he got angry with me for trying to talk, talk to him about all this stuff. And so in, in me trying to teach him, he was just like, he just didn't want to hear it. But him going and being receptive at school to hearing about Africa, it sparked something in him. And he just, he wanted to teach me and it was really, really cool for him to to embrace it himself. I right. didn't, I didn't have to. I, I think, I think obviously we give our kids opportunities to learn, and we present things to them, and we put things out there. But it's on their own terms when they're ready, ready to embrace something like that. And he, I mean, it just whatever their whatever his whatever he's learning at school about Africa really impacted him, and he mm-hmm. just said, "I just realized how blessed." I really am to have the home that I have and the food that I have and, and things like that. So I just thought that was really, really cool that, um, that I didn't, ha- I, in that it moment, I didn't, from, right. I didn't have to do anything. And just that he really, he realized that. So, um, I was really, that's a cool moment. Yeah. It was a really it cool is. moment. And I love that when, if I slow down enough to let him teach me, you know, and I'm really listening mm-hmm. He, he'll want to share what he's learning right. and what God's teaching him instead of me always wanting to open up my mouth and try to teach him. Right. I think that kids want to be heard and they want to be able to share. And, um, and I think that it's really cool to let your kids teach you because I think in those moments you'll hear um, what God's teaching them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love um, when... I love when my kids come to me with a story that mm-hmm. is something that they learned, but even more than something that they learned, but something that they made them realize that there's something bigger than them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. Those are special moments. Yeah. I, I can't tell you as, as many times as a parent, you know, I've, I should just basically shut up and listen mm-hmm. and, and let my kids just, show me right and because they have you know they have so much to share as well and and it's really cool to let them you know have those moments right you know of of just letting them become who god's created them Them to to be. be right you know and it's really awesome as as i'm seeing him get older and lydia's gonna get to this time as well but but you know, Luke's Luke told me, "Hey, mom, you, do you realize that this year I'm going to be a teenager?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, um, it's like this time, you know, um, he is going to he's starting to blossom, you know, mm-hmm. into this person and have his own ideas and his own um, identity, and to watch him be that, you know. I mean, I'm still here to guide and direct, but it's not my job to say this is what you need to do right. and this is, you know." I can guide and direct. It's like, it's at this, it's at this time where I'm starting to let him go or Andy and I are starting to let him go. I read a really cool story. I don't know if you've ever in the um, native American culture, it was about the age of 12 or 13 Mm -hmm. that they would let them, it was to be initiated into being Mm -hmm. a man man. that they would send them out with a bow and an arrow to get their first kill, but they would go by themselves. Right. And um, so they would, it would have to be during the night um, or like overnight. And, um, and so 
that's how they would know that you would definitely be, you know, a young man that you were able to conquer. You weren't scared. You could just do it. Not necessarily that you had to kill anything, but that you were able to go and to be out in the forest by yourself. And I've always heard that. And I thought, I cannot fathom letting my child, and they do this in Africa as well. I think it's that same kind of thing. And I said, and I, I was, when I, I was thinking about that recently because Andy's really, really excited about taking Luke when he turns 13 and he's going to do this, this Luke doesn't know anything about it, but he's going to take him somewhere when he's 13 to kind of start initiating him into manhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Just he and Andy going away. And, um, but I was, I've been thinking about that, especially as they're planning, as Andy's planning this trip. And I was like, I can't fathom what it would be like for Luke at 13 to just let him go by himself with a bow and an arrow because Luke does can, right. can shoot, but yeah. still by himself in the middle of the woods, who knows what he would get himself into. But just at that time, especially with all the wild animals and everything, what I, what I just read though, is that with the child unaware, the dad would always be standing behind a tree waiting and making sure without the child's knowledge mm-hmm. to make sure that that he was okay. that he was okay. And I thought that that is the coolest coolest thing. Absolutely. Um that that the father's following very quietly. Right. But if anything would happen, he was there. That he was there. And it's kind of like that with with me as a parent. I let my kids go and I am there but they don't have to know that I'm there as a fallback <laughs> because I know and I trust that God ultimately has them in his hand right. and I don't have to rescue them out of everything, but I'm always there for them to come back to and um, I'm there to help them when they need it. And I think that um, it was just a really cool thing for me to know that um, that God's enabled me to to be there as a soft place to fall Right. And um, and to hide behind some trees <laughs> if they need me, you know. Right. So I, I think that that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I, I love that. Uh-huh. Um, we were talking, you know, on the way back from lunch, how blessed we are to be able to be um, to stay at home and and to not have to work outside the home and to be here when they call in the middle of the day or you know whatever. Oh. Um, you know, I love how much I love being that first contact after school mm-hmm, to hear, too. to hear about their day. And sometimes, I mean, Megan will give you detail from the time she walked in the door till the time she got in the car. Yeah. Uh, Matthew is more like, eh, it's okay. It's fine. And then dig a little deeper and you'll find out, well, maybe it was actually pretty great, but you know. Um, and so I've always said that I wanted to be, I wanted to be the mom who was, you know, driving my kids and their friends places and that I wanted to have the house that, you know, the kids are coming over to mm-hmm. and and all this. And so while my house is in chaos, completely in chaos, because I am investing in my kids in this way that, that, um, that I desire and that I believe that I'm called to. Um, last week, Megan had work to do um, on a social studies project that was due on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing all week that we were going to be, actually, she knew about it the week before. So she should have had all of that weekend 
to work on it. Um, and then the week, but her partner, it didn't work out. So it was the week. And um, knowing that we were going out of town on Friday and that this project was due on Monday. And we work it out where her partner is coming over on Wednesday. Um, I actually picked him up from school and um, she came home with Megan. And so they're sitting there and they're trying to work up. uh, They had to, they're studying medieval, medieval times. And so they had to build this medieval castle and it had to have so many different elements. It had to have a moat and a drawbridge and um, siege weapons. And, um, and then there were optional things like a spiral staircase and um, which they made with, um, with pipe cleaner. That's creative. (laughs) They wrapped it around um, a pencil and mm. and made the staircase with um, pipe cleaner. And so, I mean, there were just all of these different elements that it had to have on it, and mm-hmm. then some of them that were optional. And um, so, like, over top of the, over top of the door, um, one of their weapons were, if anyone was trying to get in, would um, a bucket of oil would dump on top of them. Smart. Um, and so they took, they're shaped like popsicle sticks, but it was the foam paper stuff mm-hmm. well, i mean it's not paper but yes the foamy stuff mm-hmm. and so they made the bucket out of the foam and then the oil was black glitter because the black glitter actually did look like oil uh-huh. and uh, with the way that it shined and shimmered um and so it was just it was very creative i they did it very girly it was a more of a princess medieval castle yes it's beautiful <laughs> it's covered in glitter it's pink and, the, um, the castle's was, pink. the castle is pink and um and so while they're working on they're sitting actually no we're driving to get supplies um because they're coming up with they came up with a concept and so we're going out to get supplies and i'm driving there in my new car that i wanted so that i could do things like this um and and I'm thinking to myself that, you know, she's at our house working on the project. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting the supplies. And, and it was just one of those moments where I was doing exactly, excuse me, what I have always felt called to do. Right. And, um, and some other things happened that got me frustrated. And so I'm telling Cliff and I'm saying, you know, so I drove them to get the supplies. We paid for the supplies. We did that, you know, all this stuff. And I said, wait, I'm not complaining because that's what I'm called to do. That's what I want to do. What I was complaining about was the fact that our daughter was taken advantage of, which did happen. And that's a completely separate story. But on Monday, um, the project was due. Totally exhausted from the weekend. Completely wiped out. I did nothing on Monday but sit in my chair and read. <laughs> nice. Because I was just, I didn't have any physical, and see, not, I could have cleaned on Monday, but I didn't have the physical energy to get it done mm-hmm. or the mental energy. You needed a Sabbath. And um, so I even let the kids go to school late on Monday because I didn't have the energy to fight them to wake them up and get them there. And um, so in the middle of the day, um, I get a, my phone starts ringing. I can tell that it's the school based on the number. And I always answer calls from, from school. Well, right. And I pick it up and it's Megan. And she's like, mommy, I just wanted to call. Megan still calls me mommy. Yes, she does. Um, my other two call me mom. Megan still calls me mommy. She, 
She goes, mommy, I didn't wake you up, did I? I said, no, I'm just, I'm just reading. She goes, okay, I just wanted to tell you what I got on my social studies project. And I said, okay, well, what'd you get? She goes, well, there were 80 points possible. And I got 86 out of 80. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, the overachiever. That's she got hilarious. Six extra, six extra um, points for um, creativity. That's incredible. So she was just, and and I loved that she wanted to, sh- number one, she wanted to share it with me. Yes. And number two, I was there to take the call mm-hmm. when when she called to share it. I just, I love that I'm able to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and then this, you know, yesterday and this morning, I just want to wring her neck because she's sure. 13 and, mm-hmm. you know, she's, but, um, but I'm investing in them. Mm-hmm. And they may grow up and say, you know, I need lots of therapy because I grew up in a trash hole. Her house was always a mess. <laughs> or they might grow up and say, you know what? My mom invested in me. Mm-hmm. She was there when we needed her, whether she wanted to be or not. <laughs> it was just it was just one of those full circle moments where mm-hmm. from from being in the car and just realizing I am in this exactly the way I've seen it to her wanting to share that with me. Mm-hmm. And, and that phone call, and I, t- I, t- I told you this already, I know, but to me, that phone call was like her acknowledging the, um, acknowledging the investment that I made in getting that project done, mm-hmm. you know, um, taking them to get the supplies and, and helping them come up with a concept and, you know, yeah. feeding them dinner as they work on it until nine o'clock because of Megan's dance schedule. They only had like really one evening to work on it right. and get it together. And, um, and so it was just, it was just one, of, it was just one of those, one of those moments mm-hmm. that just was right. And I, and I love that. I think that that's an incredible story. And one of the things that I love about you and I, one of the things I've really taken away from you, and I hope you take this as with the highest compliment, right? Okay. okay. Um, that you don't have to have a perfectly clean house to have people in, inside of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've really, I've, I've really have embraced that, you know? I mean, my house does not have to look spick and span in order to let people come in and, and enjoy, right. enjoy my family. Because people, they're going to either love me because they love me and the kids and my husband because, you know, we're awesome. Just ask me. Right. And you, because I know you, you, you say are that awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> you I'm are. Just, <laughs> or they're not, you know, or they're going to be like, dang, she really needs to clean her house. Right. You know, I mean, I, I remember <clears throat> you have always said, that, you know, you'll say like, my house is a mess. And, you know, there are times that, yeah, your house has been a mess, but I would, there's no place I'd rather be than drinking a cup of tea with you. You know, I've not cared about that. Right. I really have not cared. It's just been like, well, but it's been one of the most relaxing places that I can be because it's not, I have not cared about that so-called chaos that you've been calling it. It's been about us being there and being invested in one another. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing could be said for our kids. You know, are we being there? Are we more, are we uh, more, whether it be about um, our kids or our spouse or our friends or just whoever God is bringing into our lives at that moment, are we more um, 
are just are we more about being there or are we more about being perfect? And I think people care about you actually being there yeah. than they actually are concerned about you being perfect because there are absolutely no perfect people no, and not. they want authenticity. They want vulnerability. They want to know that you actually care about them. And I've really have learned that um, the more vulnerable I am, the more authentic I am, the more um, I'm just opening up myself that's what they care about. Right. Um, and it, the same thing can be just because right now this is the the um, the season of life that I'm in and the, the where I'm called to right now. My kids could care less, you know, what the state of our house is now. I mean, they don't want, you know, right. I, I, I know kind of because I know where my family can get to because mm-hmm. I know the personality. Right. But they don't need perfection. Right. They do not need perfection. They want... You know, they might want some frozen pizzas in the freezer and some pop or whatever. They definitely need milk because we're and we're out of milk, by the Are way. Are you really? Again. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I know that I know the bare minimums we can get to. Hold on. How many how many gallons of milk have you bought since last Tuesday when you were out of milk and we had dinner at Chipotle? Oh, four or five, probably. Yeah. yeah. They um, drink so much. They do. <laughs> um but it's like, and but when there, but when we have people there, am I, am I, do I have a, a place that they can? Are we fun? Mm-hmm. Am I just? Am I? Do I have a servant's heart with them? Do I, you know, am I ready to just, you know, be myself? Am I welcoming? Am I, all those things that make people comfortable? Right. You know, and 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 the same thing could be said whether it's in my home or not in my home you know i do i have to look perfect when i go out now i want to look cute i can tell you that i do want to look cute but there are times y'all when i don't look cute so do, am i going to go out and like be like oh i can't talk to so and so i have done that where have you gone down to another grocery aisle because you can, you can't talk to so and so cuz you absolutely look, you look bad or but, because they talk too much no i'm just kidding <laughs> Okay, I've done that too. And I'll just be really authentic with that. I have. It was probably me. (laughs) No, I've never done that to you. But I'm being serious when I say that there are times when you have to just not be worried about perfection Perfection. and know that you have to be willing to go outside of yourself and, Mm -hmm. and, and be willing to be used by God in whatever situation he's calling you to. Right. And, and so I just know that Sometimes we can be so caught up in trying to have this outside look that it's it's silly, right? You know, because really is because nobody that's not that what we try to portray to people does not draw people to us. It's It's how we treat them. It's yeah, how we are with them, them. and and it shouldn't be about that anyways. Because um, am I really trying to draw people to me, or am I trying to draw people to Christ and And that's who has actually changed me. You know, that's who makes me captivating because I can't in and of myself. I'm not that that I'm not that great. I mean, I have some I have some quirkiness that can kind of whatever. And God lets that come out. You know, he lets me still be myself. (laughs) Praise God. But but that's but that that I am. He is um letting his personalities come out through me. Through me. Right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. And then that those things, those character things that aren't so great, he gets to change through the right. person of Christ. Yeah. So we had um um 
lets me be myself. That, that's uh-huh. what I'm going off of. Okay, because many people know about me. I can be rather sarcastic. Really? I know, right? Crazy. I don't know where they got that idea. <laughs> um, and so there is, um, there's a dad on, on the dance team who has a very, very old cell phone not like not like zach from saved by the bell old <laughs> but <laughs> it's pretty was close huge. <laughs> i wasn't i loved but, saved by the um, bell i did too i still like that show so um his he needs to look something up or make a phone i don't even remember and and his wife hands him her iphone and he he's so he's holding it in his hand and he's like i don't i don't know how to do this and i'm like Really, Joe, it, it's McKenna's been able to work that since she was three. Do, do you do you want some help? Wow, I'm actually above somebody with technology. You really are. Yes. <laughs> and so he asked me. He's like, "Well, do you have an iPhone?" And I'm, "Well, yeah, you know." And so we're having the, this little conversation. I'm iPhone is like easy. It is. Okay. They're so super simple. Yeah, because I can work one. And he holds his up and he's like, well, I still have to crank this up to get it to work and crank it up. Like like a crank like, uh, you know. Oh, he was like being he's sarcastic. like wind it up. He was being sarcastic. Okay, so right? I totally like that. I was like Okay. Okay, see, I just and take everything at face value. I'm such a nerd. So funny. No, you're not. <sighs> so, I'm like, well, I'll, I'll help. Okay, so we do this and we and I said something and he pulled that phone away and he's like, well, I didn't. I I'll figure it out without the sarcasm. Now, he's he's bantering with me. We we are, you know, uh-huh. have this thing going back and forth now. And I said, "Look, you just asked for help. You didn't say I couldn't be myself while doing it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you just asked for help. Oh yes, yeah. You, you can't. Just, yeah. You cannot take your sarcasm away. So it would just it not was, be right. It just wouldn't. No, that's exactly right. I mean, the world would stop spinning. I think it might. I really do think that it might. Oh, but, that's funny. Um, I just I want to take a minute to say that competition this weekend was fantastic. That's awesome. We did um, talent on parade is the name of the competition that that we were at. Um, our girls did fantastic. Um, Megan's team, two of their, two of their dances scored, um, elite top first, which would be equivalent to like a gold, um, and their tap dance, which I cannot wait. Like, I don't know. (laughs) We're going to have to post it on the website or something because I want to share it with everyone. But, um, their, their tap dance, which is to saved from the sister act, um, musical okay they're tap dancing nuns it's hilarious um they got diamond elite top first which is a platinum it's the highest that it can get and um they got two judges awards for it which were fabulous formation and uh, most entertaining and then out of all the out of all of the dances that were in their category or group or whatever um they took top overall. They took first place overall. That's so, incredible. I mean, it was it was a great, great time. Um, Megan didn't have any attitude until she put on the nun costume. I call her Sister Mary Grumpy because it really does. That costume brings out the worst in my child. It really does. Um, oh, I would love to wear it. You know, we'll, we'll give it to you for Halloween because... Oh, that's such a great she idea. May, she may burn it. No, 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 no. I need that costume. Hates, oh, she hates that costume. But um, 
but they did they did so super well and Megan and I got along all weekend it was a great time and then on the way home um (laughs) sister Mary Grumpy is what I just can't get over (laughs) I oh I would just I would just be thrilled to wear I have it I would. You, would, you would love it. I would. I would yes. just love it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take away from I mean, no. I would. I just would get so excited about it. I can't wait to put it in. <laughs> have you on, have you in it, put it on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to yes. mend the two together. Um, you, you can have it like June 12th. <laughs> I think that's when we'll be done with it. I'll probably be wearing it around my house, you vacuuming in it and everything you else. You clean in it and then maybe it just make you feel like you're serving your family even more. I'd be Sister Mary happy. <laughs> Which is the opposite of what it is, Megan. Right. So, um, but on the way home, she said that she missed her dad and and Matt and McKenna, and that next year she wants them to go with us. Oh, that's sweet. So it was it was really sweet. Now that we know what to expect, um, I wouldn't mind having them with us. Also, that's really nice because so, Luke would be like, "Do we have to have yeah. the other ones around ever?" Like right. meaning Lydia, yeah, meaning Lydia. Right. <laughs> Although uh, they're getting along pretty well. It's just, you know. Right now. Right now. It'll change. Yeah, it goes back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. But, so. you know, at least they're getting along right now. They are. Mm-hmm. I um, I was doing, I, I think I was working. <laughs> my, my house was such a mess yesterday that I had to go to Kroger and sit at one of those tables mm-hmm. just so I could make my to-do list because I was so overwhelmed just being here. And, um, and I get a text from my mom. That says she's at work cleaning out a storage area, like moving boxes from one room to another mm-hmm. while listening to last week's Authentic Life Radio. And uh. she's like, I'm fighting tears and wiping them off my face. Oh, that's so, cool. Um, it was, she, so she listened and she heard our little message for her. And That's sweet. Yeah. Well, it's true. It is that's true. That's cool. It is true. Oh, meant oh, every meant every word of it. Mm. And uh, so I just wanted to share that she listened and... She liked it. She liked it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's very neat. What else is going on? Hmm. That's a good question. I know. I really don't think I... Oh, I have two um, bird's nests at my house. Yes, I saw your picture of new oh, life yesterday. Yeah. Um, one's a um, house finch nest. Okay. And one's a robin's nest. Okay. I actually have four. You talked about a three. Mrs. Robin. Yeah. And then one um, is a starling nest that's inside of our basketball hoop. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they come every year. Those three. Really? They come back every single year uh, to the same places. We have one right up there. And oh, yeah. um, we were, I'm sorry, it's underneath the deck for, for those. Of us, I pointed to it for Sarah, uh-huh. but um, it's underneath our deck. And we were actually watching her build it mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago. And Cliff's like, she's like frantically building that mm-hmm. thing. She was like, she wasn't wasting any time. Do you know what? Oh, sorry. Do you know what my earring hit the microphone? I have Do you know what kind no of bird idea. was? No. That's funny I didn't, that you don't know. No. I, well, I, yeah, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Mm-mm. So anyway, so that's been fun. I've been watching lots of wildlife around my house. That's awesome. And we're getting ready to put a couple new trees in our backyard. Okay. With some new bushes. So I can have more wildlife. Imagine that. More. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about all for me. Very good. You know, just just doing the whole. I want to redo my landscaping because it irritates me. Ooh, let me know and I'll love to help you. Would you really? Oh, absolutely. I have like no idea. Like, oh, yeah. 
I okay. love that kind of stuff. Cool. My thumbs are not green. Yeah. Now, I'll go out there and I'll do the work. Uh-huh. But yeah. I would love to help you. Okay. Yeah. I love awesome. that. Because, because I want to take it all. I Especially the tree or that whatever that thing is in front of Megan's window. Mm-hmm. It's hideous. Yeah, I'd love to. That's exactly what. And that's one of the things we did this past week. And I went and picked out some bushes and oh, stuff that nice. stuff that'll stay green throughout the winter and then stuff that's going to be just flowering and yeah and some that has some berries for my birds and awesome yeah. <laughs> I had like that's the kind of stuff that really relaxes me I know it's funny when you just when you're when just, you just know yeah. when you can just breathe and right relax kind of like oh that that to me was just so much fun awesome I love that kind of I stuff. would love to do that with you mm-hmm. um when we're Cliff and I are gonna um on Friday work on our our budget mm-hmm. and um look at some things and i, I would like to have to get started sure even even if getting started is just taking everything out for now i think that's a great idea and then i would love to help you that would be so much fun for me awesome especially if it helps some birds it would probably help some birds yeah because i'd put some things in there that some birds would like imagine that (laughs) and i would i would enjoy pulling up into my house i really can't stand pulling up because they just it irritates me so much Mm -hmm. it really does it's amazing um what having a home that you enjoy it doesn't have right. to be the fanciest or the or just whatever it just just that you feel comfortable with right and i love that not i one of the things that luke said about that um about you know that he just felt blessed i just love that obviously it just spoke speaks home to him right you know and that's one thing that i i want to do well for my families that they have a safe haven to just come home and know that they're loved and cared for and all of that. And then whoever else ends up coming into our, into our home that they, they feel that same way, mm-hmm. you know, like that's Dixie. Like, yes. <laughs> like Dixie. Yes. Like Dixie and whoever else God sends our way, right. But be, be it creature right. or be it human that <laughs> it feels like home to them. Yeah. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's something that I really, really enjoy doing. I did make, Homemade gluten-free granola. Did you really? Yes. It was lots of fun and very tasty. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was something that was very fun. Um, it was eaten up very quickly. Um, and then he's like, you need to make more of this. I was like, you need to find me more time. Right. I mean, because like, making granola is not like a really quick process. It was not that actually it wasn't that hard. Um, yeah, it's not difficult. It, but, it actually really didn't take that long okay. in the whole scheme of things. It's just... Um, Going out and getting more ingredients, mm-hmm. like like I need to go and get more milk kind of thing. Yeah. I think they think that I go out and, I mean, I can just go out to my backyard and milk the cow. and Right. I mean, not that not that would be less time consuming. Obviously, that would be more time consuming. But, you know, it's just like I'm always trying to do something else. Right. Yeah. Yep. Me too. I totally yeah. get that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Maybe anyway. one day that will include cleaning my house. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Again, we don't have to be perfect. We That's just right. need to be present. I was telling one of the one of our uh, one of my mom friends, my dance mom friends, um, that just the house is in chaos and it, there's clutter everywhere. And um, again, and that, you know, that episode of Hoarders made me feel not so bad about the house. And her mom was with her also. And so her mom's like, oh, I mean, she's fantastic. At sh- and then Lisa says that she purges her house like once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would pay you to come and do that for me mm-hmm. because there's just so much here. And, you know, 
sometimes I question whether I should throw something out or not. Well, I might, I might need that, but I don't have room for it. So then therefore I should not have it. No, right. If you question it, then get rid of it. No, no, no. Question throwing it away. Like my first thought is to throw it away. And then I'm like, oh, well, what if I actually do need yeah, that? Yeah, see then I just, see, th- then I just throw it away. Right. That's what and, I do. And that's what, and that's what I need to do. I need mm-hmm. to go through this house room by room again and start doing that because mm-hmm. I've done it. Like I feel like I just finished doing it mm-hmm. and was able to enjoy it. And then now it's all cluttered again. Right. There's stuff everywhere. I'd love to hire a professional organizer for Megan's room to go in because she, I think part of the reason that she has been, um, she's been very, um, I can't really find the word, but for lack of better, it's unorganized lately. And that's not her personality, but because she's let her room become a disaster, she can't function. She's not, and she's, she's not herself right now. Well, and she's very sentimental. She uh-huh. is very sentimental, straight down to keeping the... Right, and she needs to figure out that being sentimental does not mean that you have to hold on to everything. everything. And I'm sentimental. But one of the things that really, really helped me, and I'm being serious, is that um, because I had a hard time. I remember the first time I had to clean out Luke's baby clothes. Right. And that was hard. And I'm and again, I'm very sentimental. And But I was like, I'm also, again, I don't like chaos. I don't like a bunch of stuff. But I wanted to hold on to it all. And I was like, okay, God, you need to take pictures of all of this stuff for me. You need to create a memory book for me. Right. And you need to you need to put together a scrapbook for me because obviously I'm not going to be able to do that. But you promised me that every good thing, um, you're going to, you know, right. it's, I, I firmly believe that every good thing will be basically kept up in heaven and, and it's going to be treasures. And, you know, for me, new life and all of that and all of these memories are going to be are good and something to be enjoyed. So I, I am counting on you to create a scrapbook for me. And um, when I get to heaven, there's going to be snapshot after snapshot after snapshot of all of these good things that, that have gone throughout my life. And um, so that's what I'm counting on. And, and I really felt a piece about that. And, and once I, once I let him just kind of let that peace wash over me, I was able to let it all go. Let it all go. Because he, that stuff is just stuff. It's just stuff. Absolutely. But the good things, the good memories, the good times, I really firmly believe that God's not going to let those kinds of things go. Right. Because he is, um, he's the creator of everything good. And he's the creator of um, just a fun times of good times of, of, of the things that he wants us to have. And he's not going to, He's not just going to give them to us and then take them away. Right. So that's how I have been able to deal with um, letting the the temporary trappings go. Yeah. That's, I'll have to talk with her about that because that would really, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, the things I hold on are, are like kitchen things, you know, we don't drink coffee yet. I have a coffee maker because one time, Someone stayed with us who drinks coffee, who bought the coffee maker. (laughs) Right. And so now I have coffee maker, but really no room to keep it in. You know, if I had, if I had like a closet where I could put these things, Mm -hmm. that would be fantastic. But see, you might if you cleaned out other things. Right. And so, and that's what I Mm -hmm. need to do. These are the things that I know. And that is what I need to go Mm -hmm. and 
excuse me and start doing because just the way that that everything is getting is is overwhelming me but um but Megan is very sentimental and she does hold on to every little thing that could you know like that dancer in that package of tights will remind her of this competition <laughs> and and she doesn't she doesn't need to hold on to that to remember this competition right you know to remember this time so anyway and and the other stuff. thing is that there's so many good times ahead you don't have to always remember everything right, behind behind because you push forward um you push ahead too right. you know yeah yes yes we do so um real quick while the music is playing it doesn't have to be real i mean we have two minutes <laughs> um I got a, a I got a direct message on Twitter uh-huh. while I was in Louisville this weekend, and um, from Kathy Mack, okay, who asked what our favorite colors were. Okay, she said she called in some feedback or sent in some feedback, but I haven't received that yet. Um, and she couldn't wait. Problem was, I was out of town and I couldn't think of your favorite color. As soon as you said it to me, I was like. Oh well, duh. That makes perfect sense. Well, like you said, my but it my, changes. My my colors are changing all the time. Right. Right now, my favorite color is turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah. Yes. My um my favorite color is red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I do love me some red. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love red too. But right now, I have yeah. And, and it also depends on you know why Your mood and why yeah, yeah and all that stuff. But I have to tell you that right now, my favorite color is turquoise. Like I lo- I'm loving that. Yeah. Right now, it's turquoise. Very good. As evident by her shirt, her earrings, and her new purse. <laughs> yes, imagine that. I got a new purse. But I saved up my money for my yes, new purse. Yes, you did. Yes. Yes, you did. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. So um, so there you have it. Kathy, turquoise. And mine's been, I mean, mine's been red for quite a while. Yeah. Quite a while. I don't know if I have one outside of that. Mm-mm. Like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine mm-hmm. just changes. Yep. But that's okay. And blue. I love to find the right color of blue that really just, like, clothing that mm-hmm. makes my eyes just stand out. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, blue is pretty. <laughs> so that's why I wear a lot of blue, because it just really pulls my eyeballs right out. Mm-hmm. Red out. really, red's really yeah. pretty on me, too. Yeah. So is blue. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Turquoise. <laughs> Turquoise <laughs> is her favorite color, and, and, uh... Oh, well. We could go with the ever popular black. <laughs> I love to wear black, obviously. Uh, okay. Right. Um, so anyway, there you have it. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this journey of life that is sometimes chaotic and always joy filled. Absolutely. Be present. Be present in the moment. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.